It's Thursday, December 15th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The House on Wednesday passed a one-week government funding measure to give congressional negotiators time to complete and pass a full-year omnibus spending bill, overcoming opposition from Republicans who urged postponing any deal until next year, when the GOP will take control of the chamber. The measure passed 224 to 201. All Democrats voted in favor of the extension. Most Republicans voted no, including Representative Kevin McCarthy, whose bid to serve as House Speaker next year hinges on his ability to demonstrate he is committed to waging tough fights against Democrats. The vote on a one-week continuing resolution follows the announcement Tuesday that Democratic and Republican negotiators had reached agreement on a framework and would turn to completing the details. Their goal is to avoid a partial government shutdown that would be triggered after Friday when an interim spending law expires and to finish their work by December 23rd so lawmakers can go home for the holidays. The full-year omnibus measure is shaping up to total around $1.7 trillion. In other news, the Senate passed by unanimous consent a bill that would ban federal employees from downloading or using the social media app TikTok on government devices in the face of mounting national security concerns. The legislation would still have to pass the House and be signed by the President to become law. A similar bill passed the Senate in a previous Congress but never moved forward in the House. U.S. officials and lawmakers from both parties have raised concerns about the app's owner, Beijing-based ByteDance Limited. In just five years, the application, which allows users to post short videos with music, has exploded into a pop culture phenomenon. It is the world's most popular app used by two-thirds of American teens. TikTok is a Trojan horse for the Chinese Communist Party that has no place on government devices, Senator Josh Hawley said when the bill was introduced in April 2021. Mr. Hawley co-sponsored the legislation with Senators Rick Scott, Marco Rubio, and Tom Cotton. The app is currently going through a national security review process with the Committee on Foreign Investment in the U.S., a federal panel that oversees cross-border mergers and acquisitions, also known as CFIUS. Around the world, Peruvian President Dina Boluarte ordered soldiers into the streets of the country's second-largest city on Wednesday to protect infrastructure and quell violent protests that erupted following last week's ouster of her predecessor, Pedro Castillo. The government said troops were deployed to Arequipa to protect judicial buildings and the companies that provide electricity and water. Defense Minister Alberto Otorola said a 30-day national emergency had been declared, curtailing civil liberties, including freedom of movement and assembly. At least six people died as protests escalated over the weekend, with demonstrators in the southern Andes clashing with police as they blocked highways with burning tires, affecting the supply of food to cities such as Lima. Demonstrators torched government offices and occupied natural gas installations. Back in the U.S., the Federal Reserve reinforced its inflation fight Wednesday by raising its key interest rate for the seventh time this year and signaling more hikes to come. But it announced a smaller hike than it had in its past four meetings at a time when inflation is showing signs of easing. 
The Fed made clear in a statement and a news conference by Chairman Jerome Powell that it thinks sharply higher rates are still needed to fully tame the worst inflation bout to strike the economy in four decades. The central bank boosted its benchmark rate a half point to a range of 4.25% to 4.5%, its highest level in 15 years. Though lower than its previous three-quarter point hikes, the latest move will further increase the costs of many consumer and business loans and the risk of a recession. As a result, the S&P 500 lost 0.6% after giving up an earlier gain of 0.9%, the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 0.4%, and the NASDAQ Composite fell 0.8%. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.